on yet, Mandy? Hey, darling, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing very fine. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for neighbor. Oh, wait, wrong show. Wait. Um, good afternoon. I bet this is this must be a delight for you there at noontime in the UK. It's only it's only it's only it's only three three thirty in the morning here in California. That's, that's, be- that's impressive, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. It's still a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's gorgeous. Well, it's, I can't really see outside, but it, I would, I'm imagining it's beautiful. I'm imagining it's very nice out. <laughs> it's certainly weird to be doing this show while it's daylight because I'm so used to seeing it just dark outside and you know having the glow of my lights on and you know. <laughs> we have never done this. This is the only time we've ever done this. We, we're actually. Yeah, how's it feel? It must be kind of cool, I imagine. I would imagine. It's, it's weird. Kind of... I actually feel uh, semi-normal again, Andy, if that's ever possible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, right? How about yeah, you well, with the uh, early hours in the morning? Well, it, it's. It, I, I was like, why am I up? And then I, re- and I forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll take... Yeah, I, I slept for a little bit. I slept for like 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. Yeah. Was it an hour? Yeah, yeah about an hour, almost. Oh. And um, yeah, so, so you know, I got a cup of coffee and I'm, uh, you know, ready to, to cruise the news and see what's going on in the world and, and, and solve the, the issues and problems um, of the world as we do on the show at 3.30 yeah, in the absolutely. morning. <laughs> keep them capable of doing such at 3.30 in the morning. But, I know, um, right? <laughs> you, you know, uh, um, yeah, uh, you know, the, um, you know, how, how was your week? Oh, you know something? I can actually say well, this up. because I remember last Wednesday, I thought it was Monday. And I, <laughs> those of you, you guys got to hear, if you go, if you're hearing this as a podcast, which I'm sure a lot of you are, you should tune in to last week, last Wednesday's show because you'll hear me which might not be this unusual, uh, be quite delusional. <laughs> I thought it was Monday. <laughs> that was funny, Andy, because even I didn't twig, and Cornell was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was going on and on. You know, the intro music played whatever our theme music was of the day, and, you know, it's like, hey, it's another week of the Andy and Amanda show. Yeah, how was your weekend? Another week, we're getting ready to go, and you guys are, you know, at each your own locations yeah. are probably going, What? <laughs> I'm like, Amanda, how was your weekend? Hey, Cornell! You know, and, and for those uh, of you who are just tuning in, Cornell is our show coordinator who, who usually joins us on the show, but he has other work-type obligations and is unable to make this time. So yeah, Amanda and I are, 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 not, are not going without our, without our boss, just the two of us here. Hey, we're alone, yeah. Amanda. You and I were wow. alone. Wow. Wow, I, I get people talking. Hey, it should. I hope it does. <laughs> You know how long I've been waiting for this? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> About no. two minutes. Anyway, no. Just <laughs> two minutes. Okay, okay. Fair About enough. two minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know. The first, the second, the third. Oh, quiet, Dracula. This is uh, the first, the Monday. Stuff. The first show of the week. Um, Monday and how anything exciting to report about what's going on in the UK? I know we've been hearing a lot about uh, the various quarantine uh, activities, efforts, and you know, uh, kind of taming this this virus down over there. What's what's give us an update? What's going on over there in your neck of the world? Okay, well I thought I'd focus on something um, a little bit more 
positive within the COVID situation. I mean, you know, because there's so much dramatic stuff as there is. But uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah, there's been a lot of quarantining going on. As you know, we talked about the hotel situation that is uh, coming into effect. But um, Boris Johnson has said that today marks a crucial milestone in our ongoing race to vaccinate the most vulnerable against a deadly disease. This comes as nearly 9 million people have received their first dose of the vaccine and around 490,000 have received two shots. So the government have given the target date of the 15th of February for care home residents, carers, uh, people over 70 and frontline workers to be vaccinated. But um, something that grabbed my attention the most, and I absolutely adore this guy. I don't know if you guys across the pond have heard of our heroic captain, Sir Tom Moore, who is 100 years old and a former British Army captain who raised 39 million for our NHS just by walking laps of his garden with his walking frame. So, unfortunately, he has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and is in hospital. The good news is that he's not in intensive care. However, they cannot give him the vaccine due to the medication that he's been on for pneumonia. And that's, that's sucky. That really is. And I really do hope he gets to, to have that. Um, but Boris Johnson wished him a full recovery and said that Sir Tom inspired the whole nation with his charity work and his thoughts are with Sir Tom and his family. I personally love Tom's message to the nation that he gave um, during our first lockdown, which was addressing a British public who have seen life turn upside down by coronavirus. The sun will shine on you again and the clouds will go away. And now this guy has gained such a huge following here and won the hearts of so many people. Myself well, included. I mean, yeah, you see sure. his face, Andy. You see his face and he's just adorable. He really is. And um, beautiful um, for him, I think, and his family is a movie is set to be made about his life, uh, the pains of war, his relationship with his family and the time they spent together when he moved in with them when his wife had died. Um, it will touch on his motivation on how war inspired him to keep walking, even though he experienced and endured various issues such as a broken hip and skin cancer. Um, but two UK companies purchased the, the rights, uh, Powder Keg Pictures and Fred Films. And the movie will hopefully be shot this year. And Sir Tom's family are over the moon about the producers behind the, the movie, who are James Spring, Nick Moorcroft and Meg Leonard, as they have loved their previous work, such as uh, Fisherman's Friends and Finding Your Feet. Um, they're not two titles that I'm actually familiar with, so I don't know if anybody else has heard of them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just to see this guy again in, in the headlines was absolutely adorable. I wish him such a speedy and full recovery. He deserves Quite it. He's question. done so much yeah. for this country yeah. and this nation. Um, so, yeah, good old Tom. Keep going, man. We got your back. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I mean, wow, wow, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, terrific, but, uh, terrific. Yeah, I just I wanted to cover those two because I think they're just more of a positive, you know, situation. Well, we still got the battle going like, on with Europe. You, know. you bet. We always like we talk about such, you know, you know, you know the things, the issues going on in the world today with this virus yeah. and the politics in the United States. And, yeah. You know, it's. Um, yeah. I mean, the, sorry, darling. No, no, go ahead. I'm, you continue. I'm mean, just uh, you know we. We've we been talking about such. <laughs> no, I insist. No, but I insist. No, but I insist. I insist. No, but I insist. <laughs> um, 
I'll tell you. Uh, Don't ask me. Ask China that question. Okay, no, you uh, go China, then. Excuse me. China, yes, yes. excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Can we have your attention, what? please? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What were you going to say, sweetheart? But we've been, uh, you know, so much of the show has been covering the election and, and, and the reaction to Trump and all the, the right-wing extremists here and the invasion of the Capitol building and the horrific numbers of the coronavirus, and round and round and round yeah. we go. And, yeah. you know, we do try to cover different news stories than we have, you know, but, but yeah. um, it, it's just a dominating, you know, with all these deaths and people just you know, hundreds of thousands of people, millions around the world dying from this this incredible enemy of ours and this virus. Um, yeah. That every time yeah. we on the show, you know, we we've been talking about it a lot, and and rightfully so, I guess. You know, it's what we do. Yeah. But, uh, but to hear some positive and this, you know, you know, moving forward, empowering news is 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 very refreshing. I must say, it is. Yeah. I mean, there was, uh, unfortunately, there was something a little close to home regarding the, the whole COVID situation. In fact, two um, neighbours of ours, um, they had COVID recently, and they were saying how they really struggled with it. Um, they were short of breath and, and stuff like that, and that was the hardest part. Um, thankfully, both of them have recovered, but they said they wouldn't wish it on anybody. Bless them. Hmm. Um, I'm so grateful that they have recovered, but, you know... There are plenty out there who's not that fortunate, and like you said, Andy, this is such a serious situation, and um, it's not exactly slowing down. And well, it is, and it isn't at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, some of the numbers are drop here, as I'm sure they are in the U.S. Maybe is that right? Mm -hmm. Are they dropping yes. Okay. Yes, they've dropped below a hundred thousand in hospital admissions for the first time uh, yeah. in, in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, you know, here's the interesting. Here's the interesting aspect of that. We're starting to get um, that vaccine. At least the first and second doses are starting to come out now. You know, I'm, I'm in line just a couple of weeks to get uh, my second dose of the Modelo. Not Modelo. I keep that's the beer. I keep getting um, <laughs> that too. By the way, um, get Modelo? my second dose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, we do another one of these shows at 3.30 in the morning. I wonder if I can still have my, my, my vodka and Kona beer. I, I haven't done that yet. That would be interesting. <laughs> Why not? I mean, come on. <laughs> Why not? Why not? But, uh, yeah, I'm, many. Yeah, I'm, I'm in line to get uh, my second dose of the um, uh, Moderna. There it is, Moderna. Moderna, um, yeah. On February 11th, and I'm done. I guess you know, it's behind me. I mean, I can still infect people as we talked how that works, you know, but the, uh, um, I'm done, you know. Um, and I wonder because many folks now have also received already, especially healthcare workers, have received their second dose of the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine. I wonder if that is taking a hit. I believe that it's too early for that to take a hit in terms of watching to really see this thing trending downward in a big, you know, overwhelming type of population, uh, uh, you know, anything significant. But what I think is yeah. that people are truly being careful, they're wearing masks. And, and what is interesting thing is, you know, Biden came into office, uh, you know, less than a month ago and is stressed, you know, uh, wearing a mask the first 100 days. As a matter of fact, what into law today, this morning, is okay. uh, the regulation here in the United States that you must wear a mask when traveling on any form of transportation, bus, train, plane. Um, 
you will not be admitted on that on that ride without a mask, and that is a national policy that that's kicked wow. in today. And, and you know what? Funny. What is it? And, and there, you know, there's actually a national policy now that we've never had from almost a year now from the onset of this of this dreadful virus. Um, we've never had a national policy. All we've had was. It's been, it's you know, the stock market's doing okay and and it's under control and and we got this and and um, yeah. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Um, well, you are. This is true, but you know. I, I am the greatest. I am. Yes, I know. of course. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you know, um, but um, no, but it's it's uh, and I wonder. Let's let's watch the numbers. You know, as we move forward, we'll go over those numbers. What the specifics are in terms of the deaths of the last couple of, uh, of days and the hospital admissions yeah. and the new cases. But it's trending downward, and is, is it too early to say that it is a trend, or is it just, well, here's the numbers for the last couple of days, and hey, they're lower than a couple of days previously, but tomorrow they're expected to be high. I feel like a weatherman. Tomorrow the expected highs to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're doing so well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no one ever thought, Andy, you were a weatherman. <laughs> Andy the weatherman. Cap Mandy. Cap Mandy. Yeah. Do you know, um, here, the um, President Biden today is going to meet with uh, Republican senators, actually 10 of them, um, because they have drawn up a counterproposal to the, what is it, um, $1.9 trillion COVID rescue plan that is right now it's the only thing we have proposed right now we'll see what happens at that meeting we'll see what happens we'll see what happens we don't know can you hear me darling i'm back yes 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 now i hear yeah, you technical glitch <laughs> a, a, a a a glitch okay it ha it's happened before it's you know it's okay it's one of those things we use the internet to put this show out and and i thought i was i was going on and on there saying are we are we <laughs> Um, hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? I'm sorry, I need to make you sweat like that. Yeah, you know, at 3.30 in the morning, it's probably good for me. Are you making tonight? <laughs> oh, yes, you sing so well. Every tune you sing, I'm telling you, just keep going. I want to keep saying, keep going, keep singing. <laughs> I was saying, man, before we lost you, I thought we lost me, actually. I didn't know. I can start with, it went all quiet. Yeah, but I was very yapping away. It's probably why it went so quiet. Say, Andy, shut up. You're <laughs> <laughs> tired of hearing me. I'm tired of hearing me. Anyway, um, no, the, um, I'm putting yourself down. <laughs> um, I was just saying before you so rudely hung up on me that. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> COVID rescue plan that Biden had put in, uh, proposed that he drew up actually before his swearing in that we've been talking about and we've, we've talked about it, it's been in the news and the particulars of which you can read up on, you don't need me to tell you, but we've gone over it in the show. Anyway, it's a very, very um, inclusive and broad-reaching um, rescue plan. And um, he's meeting with senators today in Washington uh, in, um, they're trying to get a you know, very rare, this would be interesting, bipartisan deal at the start of the new, administ you know, the new administration. Um, yeah. It's, 
less than a third of the size. His original legislation proposed direct payments to most Americans and extends unemployment benefits until September um, as it seeks to, uh, to really uh, you know, fill a, a huge hole in the economy caused by the coronavirus. Um, it also raises the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. That's the that's federal wage, meaning government workers, not 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 forcing private businesses to pay that per hour. And that would um, fulfill one of Biden's campaign promises. He wanted to see the minimum wage go up $15 an hour, pretty much if we if he can do it across you know across the country. Um, and I think that would yeah. be a hard. That's you know if you're if you're you know I'd say I'm an entrepreneur and I got this business going and I, you know even a, I don't know an art gallery a, a sandwich shop a pizzeria a, a, you know I don't know retail store of some sort you know not a chain but my own uh, my own store and uh, finally up to yeah. the point where I can afford maybe getting somebody to work behind the counter somebody taking new inventory when it comes in somebody to help out with customers and I can pay you know hey listen you know ten bucks an hour you know nine seventy five Eleven dollars an hour, and then the government comes in and says you have to pay your employees now fifteen dollars an hour. Remember, when you have an employee here in the United States, the employer actually pays fifteen percent more than that, and that extra fifteen percent is their contribution to their to their withholding employee withholding tax. Right. Okay. So if I if I, if I pay an employee a hundred dollars, my cost is a hundred and fifteen dollars. Right. Right. So okay. So. So if I'm if I have this small business and the government comes and says, well, you have to pay everybody fifteen dollars an hour, I'm saying, well, I can't, I can't have a business then. I can't, I can't afford to do it. I don't work. Who's going to give me the yeah. cash to pay that money? Yeah. And and, cool. and and not only that, but I've got some kids here who just got a high school or, or on spring break or on whatever or or you know just for whatever reason couldn't find a job and I have one for them and they're qualified and now and now they can't get a job and I can't pay them I can't pay them so with, in, in the spirit of entrepreneurship uh, I feel that the government shouldn't be coming in and telling a private business you know uh, at, you know certain base level yes yes of course you know or else you know of course but but yeah. to go up yeah. go up to you know 15 18 20 whatever it is a dollar and the government mandate that then you know Say goodbye to small business and, and possibility. Ain't gonna yes, happen. of course. No. You know? But but from the from the federal standpoint, what what Biden's proposing is just federal jobs, federal minimum wage. If you worked for the government, federal government, not state government, federal government, then the federal government will pay you a minimum of fifteen dollars an hour, day one. And I guess I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay wow. with that because the reason here's why I'm okay with that. If okay. I have to pay a few dollars more in taxes to support that, yeah. and it gives yeah. somebody a job, and gives gives a working mom, a single mom, or a young mom, or a, you know, uh, or hey, uh, whoever, not a mom, I don't care, give somebody an opportunity to get a job and to make a decent wage. And they don't have to get two or three jobs, and you know, to feed their kids and put clothes. On their backs, put food on, you know, on the table, and and pay their utility bills. Then I'll pay, I'll pay a few more dollars in tax to support that. I, I'll pay it. I love I that. I'll, I love. Sorry, go on. I won't, I won't pay. Uh, I won't pay the whole bill. But I'll pay a few yeah. dollars more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I, I can understand that. I mean, I would feel the same way, and I think it's wonderful that you know, you feel that way, and I don't think enough people would see it that way. Maybe I'm wrong. 
If I am wrong and there's people listening to this conversation, please call in and let us know or email us at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. I got that right, didn't I? Yes. Email address? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Um, yes. Because, you know, I think that is such a wonderful positive attitude to help a country move forward in this type of situation and um if only more people thought like that you know then a lot more people i think would be better off and i understand that it can be difficult if you've got these high hopes uh for money that you're earning and you know providing education for your children paying for your home no matter what it is um i can understand the the, the selfishness that we tend to have and we've, mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all been guilty of it, you know. But um, to have that attitude, I say yes. I'm all for it, Andy. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you. And uh, so I'm all for that. I'm all for that. And, uh, and I'm hoping that the senators, um, evidently, they have an issue with that. Again, we're talking federal wages. We're not talking about a private business person. We're talking about the government paying employees 15 an hour. Um, um, the president, you know, uh, Joe Biden's now, I suppose, he's got to evaluate whether the new Republican offer is is uh, in good faith um, and, and truly opens discussion, opens a bid in an effort to find uh, some kind of common ground where we can begin to move forward in a bipartisan, uh, bipartisan fashion. Um, or is it a bluff, uh, you know, a big bluff calling uh, uh, exercise that would cause lasting damage to a new president's authority and political capital if he were to accept it? So it'd be yeah. interesting. We'll yeah. see how this begins. You know, now that Biden's kind of okay, he's had this, um, you know, new hey, the a new administration. We're giving him okay, get your feet wet. You're diving into it. A lot of promises. A lot of, a lot of great feel, um, heartfelt feel in mending and moving the country forward and creating opportunity in, in many respects, uh, getting the economy back, sending kids back to school, um, and it's been wonderful to hear. Um, what he's had to say, and you really feel, you don't just hear what he has to say, you feel what he's saying, and he really feels this, and I think it's wonderful, uh, again, compared to what we've had over the last four years. Um, but um, he's now, you know, after serving 36 years in the Senate, uh, we've got to see if um, he can, you know, prove his capacity to make a, a what's been a divided Washington work. You know, he knows he risks fracturing support from Capitol Hill Democrats if he significantly downsizes his own plan to win. Um, you know, it's giving in what they might interpret as giving in to, rep- uh, to support Republican uh, the Senate. But what yeah. happens? Yeah. You know, we, I, I know feel for him. I really yeah. do, because that, that's quite a situation to walk into, right? I mean, having to clean up office after somebody has, you know, made a right mess of it, let's face it. And, um, correct a lot of wrongs and uh yeah i i the responsibility on my shoulders like that i would i'd be whoa okay this is a lot <laughs> i don't yeah. i personally don't think i would um be able to cope with that type of um responsibility because that is a huge responsibility to run a country and um hats off to him andy i look forward to seeing what what happens next and the progress he makes and i just hope that some sort of um unity that he really wants to happen takes place and they can see that he's he's not out to harm anybody and uh make some really positive changes like he's already started yeah 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 so we'll see uh We'll see what happens, and um, you know we oh we we should talk about I guess our uh, 
our guest who is scheduled to come on the show and barring any you know sudden obligation or something we expect to have uh, uh, none other but uh, Mark Lester who many will remember as the little boy at the time who played Oliver in the uh, in the movie Oliver the Lionel Bart uh, film of 1968 um, yeah what a great movie Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, it just makes me smile so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, and um, um, yeah, I, I just the the music and and the the film and the, the tone of the film and it's just one of those just really those classic movies that you can dive into and watch time and time again. You know, time and time again. Yeah, um, it did make me cry quite a bit too. I gotta be honest. Mm. You know, the, <laughs> sad moments. The only movie that really made me cry, and I'm trying to think back, may have been like, um, let me think, Mary Poppins, I think. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. That for me too. Mm. Mm. Just. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 that was Just really a Sunday spoonful of sugar, helpless medicine. Dick, 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 Yes. 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 Of course. Oh, and he was also in. Do you remember? This made me cry too. Bye, okay. bye, birdie. Remember, bye, wow. bye, birdie. Yes. Oh my God! You gotta be so serious. Oh my God! Kids, did it, did it, do, do, do. Was Shelley Winters? Yes. Yes. Mike and and. Dick Van Dyke, um, oh my god, oh, and one last kiss, oh baby, like this, do 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 baby, one last kiss, do 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 do, you see why they never got me in any of these parts, don't leave me wrong, my love, oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, fabulous, darling, fabulous, don't be surprised when you need them, where they go? Thank you, thank you, yeah, we have to wake them up, hey, where's my audience, I don't have an audience here today, it's me. I'm sitting that's, here. That's disgraceful. You know, nobody, you gave them notice. There's nobody to clap. I'm sitting here by myself. Come on, let me wake these people up. Okay, you know, hang on, hang on. <laughs> there you go, darling. There you go. Oh, that's, that sounds, <laughs> I like the sound of that. That was great. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Leave you like that, then, you know. I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Yes, oh I, I appreciate it because other than that, it could have been a catastrophe. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. darling. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. so anyway, um, Mark yes. Lester should be uh, joining us, and uh, we got his uh, invite out. Um, so yes, we'll I. I just uh, not so long ago contacted him to make sure he received it. Um, and he said he didn't receive the one from you, so I forwarded the one that I have, and hopefully okay. you should be able to connect. All right, I just I just sent him another one about a minute and a half ago, so let's see, maybe he'll get it now. Okay, or, no problem. Is, yeah. I'm he sure he'll let me know. Yeah. But the problem of Dick Van Dyke, sorry. Yes, I, go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I always remember the, the British media commenting on uh, his Cockney accent that he did, you know, the London Cockney accent, which I can never replicate. All right, Gav? Oh, uh, <laughs> That's the best hello, I can Gav. do. Hello. All right, Gav? Hello, Gav. <laughs> hello, Gav. <laughs> yeah. 
But, you know, I think he did a good job considering. I mean, I remember when I first heard it and I thought, yeah, when you're a kid, you don't really pay much attention. And then later in years, when I listened back to it, I was like, actually, yeah, I can see what they mean. But, you know, even his, uh, I think his his um, language coach uh, or, or what, what do you call them? Accent coach? I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, correct. Yeah, they are. Actually, here's what they call them. Here's what they call them. They call them dialect coaches. Dialect coaches. Dialect coach. That's it, Andy. Thank you very much. So, yeah, even he was saying that he was a little shocked by his performance, which I feel so sorry for Dick Van Dyke. But I think he carried it off very well. And, you know, um, he enjoyed himself and he takes it with a, you know, a pinch of salt and, and he has humor about the situation. So, yeah, <laughs> I just remember that. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. He, he's still with us. Dick Van Dyke is still with us. Yeah. And uh, and he had one on to have a... Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He'd, uh, what is what is an actor's song and dance man? Just really, really fabulous. A lot of fun. And he yeah, went on yeah. to um, to have his own TV show called The Dick Van Dyke Show here in the United States. It lasted quite a while through the 60s. And, uh, and uh, was, that was a funny show. It was good. It was a good TV show. Good TV. We had good TV back then. I don't really watch TV these days, I guess because there's no nothing that really attracts me. But I wonder if I'm in the demographic that they want to attract anyway. They probably would take one look at me and say, nah, no, we don't want him to watch our no, show. No. <laughs> they, they, uh, <laughs> you know, but when they, when they put together their shows, well, okay, listen, we've done the same thing here. We, we know who our audience is. We have a particular demographic that we kind of target that would be more likely to tune in to listen to our nonsense. Uh, no, I mean, excuse me, our, 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 our talk and conversation in our news and our importance and our significance within the community we serve, which we believe is very real. Yes. Of course, yeah. of course. But we do have, you know, we do uh, target marketing to certain demographic groups. And, and I, when they do, as every show does, you know, so, you know but um, but I wonder if um, if um, when they do TV shows and they design these pilots, uh, they must, you know, say, who, who are we going to attract to watch this show? And yeah. uh, you, get, you get to be old like me and I think I'm out of the loop. <laughs> they, oh well, oh well. You know, no more Dick Van Dyke show for Andy. <laughs> bless you, Andy. Bless you. Um, I'm just, I'm just uh, speaking to Mark right now, trying to um, get him connected. Um, he's having some issues. He can hear us, but he can't seem to connect. Hey, Mark, um, so, if you can hear us, welcome to the show. Amanda's working on it there. You should be able to, to you know, I think we we did this technically right. I think we, we sent the emails. You should receive the link and, link and should be able to join us. Yeah. Hey, Mark, yeah, good absolutely. afternoon to you. I know you, you can't speak back, but we're, we're, I'm sending my greetings from, from Hollywood, California to you and uh, welcome you on board the show if we can get you connected here. Bless you, Andy. Yeah. Okay, I've just contacted him. So um, if you're listening, Mark, I've just sent you an email, my darling, and uh, hopefully we can get you connected. Yeah, hit the, hit the link that Amanda sent. Hit the link. Um, yeah, we tried to, <laughs> as I recall, we tried to contact Elvis last week, and he, he didn't respond either for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought that was so rude, Andy. You know, we were so nice and polite and, you know, 
just really eager to speak to him and just hear his stories, but no, he, he cuts off. Did I tell you, did I tell you, I think I sent you a message yesterday that um, I had suspicious minds in my head all day long yesterday. Oh, Andy, I apologize. Yes. Uh, Mark is calling okay. now, I think. I'll put him on loudspeaker, okay? Okay, great. Let me see if I can hear him. Hello, are you with us? Hello, is that Mark? Yeah, hi. Sorry, I just can't seem to... I'm on an iMac, and for some reason I've, I've down, downloaded the Chrome, but I can't... I, I can't figure it out. Oh, that's okay, sweetheart. No problem. I've, um, I'm putting you on loudspeaker so you can connect yeah. this way on the show. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah absolutely fine, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think you'll be able to hear Andy. There might Hello. be a slight... I, I've got it. I can hear you. Yeah, okay. It's coming through my speakers, but yeah. obviously you can't hear me through the computer, but you can hear me through the phone, so... Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so there might be a slight delay where you hear Andy. Um, yeah, sure. So just to, to keep you informed, how are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Oh, that's how are great. You? We're we're great. Um, Andy's hanging in there. It's uh, uh, 4 a.m. for you now, right, Andy? It is oh my God. <laughs> But Mark, I gotta tell you, can you Mark, can you hear That's me okay? Early. Can you can you hear That's me okay? It is. Um, I think he can. Yeah, he can hear us chatting on the show, but I think there's quite a delay, um, Andy. I I gotta I gotta got tell Mark when I I was uh, had the opportunity to be a, a stay-at-home dad. Five, five second delay. Okay, oh sweetheart, thank you. There's there's a five second delay, Andy. So. Okay. I had the opportunity, Mark, to be a stay-at-home dad, and um, I introduced my daughter at the time, who was about two years old, to the movie Oliver, and after her first seeing the movie, she watched it all day, every day, memorized every line, and we walked around the apartment, and she was playing you, and I was Mr. Bumble and all the other parts, and Fagin, and if I missed a line, that was the end of it. And at the time, her being two years old, she didn't know that all the kids in the orphanage and Fagin's gang were probably dads themselves at that time. And I got on the internet, and I said, let's do some research and see if we can figure out where a lot of these people are. We found you, Mark, and I sent you an email and you wrote back to us, and it, it, I was more excited than my daughter Justine. And uh, you sent us a note that said how how great it was to be remembered so fondly. Something that happened a long time ago, and I treasured that email, Mark. <laughs> oh, Andy. Well, that's a really that's a really sweet story. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you got excited about this, um, Mark, going back. We was, I, I explained to you in email that um, we were doing a show and we were talking about Christmas movies and we were talking about um, Oliver because it comes up as, as a classic and they quite often used to show it around Christmas time. Yep. And, um, yeah, we were, we, your name came up, we were like, oh, Mark Lester, such a legend. I was like, you're never going to believe this. He's got a clinic in Cheltenham because, of course, that's my hometown. And um, so, yeah, we were just like, we've got to get, get a hold of Mark and see if he'll come on the show. So we're absolutely um, thrilled that you're here to join us, and it's been beautiful connecting with you, Mark. Oh, fantastic. Well, my pleasure. Oh, bless you. Um, Andy, do you have any questions for Mark? Yeah, um, so... 
so Mark, I want to, I wanted to, cause I, I feel some questions that we had some emails. Um, the, the movie Oliver. Now you've, you've been on many, many shows. I know, and I've talked about this so many times for your career, and you probably push a play button and, and have it all be regurgitated on autopilot. I, I realize that, but, but given that, the, the production of that movie was just incredible. Was most of it all done on sound stages? The entire movie was shot in Shefton Studios, except for one scene where Oliver is walking towards London. And that's the only time we actually stepped out stepped outside of the studio. Oh wow, that's impressive. Yeah, mm. I mean, a huge set. We had the whole of Shefton Studios. Wow, that's incredible, because that is something that often blows my mind. When I think about movies, you know, how it looks so realistic to be outside, and then you find out, well, actually, it was all done in a studio, and I'm like, okay, mind's blown. <laughs> yeah, I, I get people coming up to me and saying, oh, I remember when you did Who Will Buy and you filmed in Bath Crescent. I yeah. No, we didn't film in Bath Crescent. Oh, wow. It looks like it's actually supposed to be Bloomsbury Square. Okay. But that was on the back lot of Shepperton Studios. It was complete, completely, um, I mean, the whole facade was, you could see the front and at the back it was all propped up by, 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 by wood. Wow. That is incredible. Did you hear that, Andy? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, it really is. But when, during the music scenes, when, when they were singing, was, was there actual music playing, or were the actors actually singing, or did they, they put that in afterward, the audio? Thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, what they played a playback, so we could hear the the music, and yeah, we, we sang along with it, but because we then went into the studio, uh, the recording studio after, so we polished it all up by by singing in, in sound studio quality, um, recording studio. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah, there's some songs on there that I just, uh, I probably sing in my head so often in life, especially I'm reviewing the situation because I'm always reviewing every situation, so that song always popping into my head. <laughs> I know, right? Those songs are pretty legendary. That, that's amazing. But, um, Mark, a question for you, darling. Um, yeah. So was it was it something that you you really wanted to do as a child to to get into acting or, or was it um, more something that, that was brought forward by your parents as they were both um, actors themselves? Yeah, I was put into a stage school when I was five years old. Yeah. So I didn't really know anything different, and that was my first school. It was a school called Corona right. Academy. Um, That's unfortunate. It <laughs> yeah. um, so I kind of really didn't have much of a choice, but I enjoyed it. I used to get lots of work, used to do lots of TV commercials, lots yeah. of um, catalogue um, shoots. So wow. I was out a lot. Yeah. And then, of course, I got the role of Oliver, which was, was fantastic, because that yeah. took over a year to make. Wow, okay. Wow. A year. 
Yeah, that blows my mind as well. How long um, movies and even TV show episodes or whatever they take so long to make, and the amount of takes that you have to do. Because um, Andy has um, been in acting uh, yourself, haven't you, Andy? Yeah, for about uh, I, I moved out to uh, to California to LA uh, about six years ago and met an agent. I'm a guitar player. That's that's my main gig. Is I'm a touring blues player. And I met an agent who uh, spent some time with me and then asked me if I ever thought about doing commercials or TV shows. And I got, you know I play guitar. And lo and behold, uh, to this day I've done about uh, 22 different productions, just small roles, nothing, nothing major. I've, I've had a lead role on a TV palette, which is still under production, but but, it, but it's been fun. And, uh, and again, my, my, my gig is uh, doing a show, and also uh, I'm a guitar player. I, 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 in a non-COVID environment, I'd be out playing uh, shows, doing folk festivals, blues festivals. But the acting, uh, uh, what, a, what a learning experience, as you said, how all the sets, all the production, all the, the technical details that you really don't think too much about when you're sitting here, you know, watching a movie or TV, what goes on behind the scenes is pretty incredible. You, it's oh, like a yes. you have done, you've done quite a bit, uh, a, a television series and other films, and you were, you were quite, in, quite busy um, as a young actor. Yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I was. I think I was working more than I was at school. No, <laughs> which is great. It didn't bother me. Yeah, so I had to still have my lessons on while I was on set. By by law, you have to do that. But um, wow, I've been yeah, and, I, and uh, as uh, Andy was saying, I, I've been over to. Um, LA quite a few times. In fact, a very good friend of mine is over there at the moment in Carmel, which is a bit further up the coast. Wow, yes. okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping next also, time you ever my, get... um, my other half, she's, she's an American, and uh, we're, we're desperate to get back. She's from Dallas, Texas, and she wants to get, get back and see her mum. We normally go back for Thanksgiving, but... Um, we couldn't because of the COVID thing at the moment. Yeah, of course. Waiting, hopefully, for when when things come back to some sort of normality. Oh, bless. That is such a difficult situation to be in with everything that's going on right now. It's terrible. Yeah. You know, it's, it's terrible for everybody. So, yeah. you know, we just have to sit back. I've just had a back, my first dose of the vaccine. So. Oh, wow. How are you finding it? It was absolutely fine. Yeah? I okay. I went down to Bristol, sat in the for about 10 minutes after I had the vaccine yeah. to make sure I wasn't going to start foaming at the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Bless you. Yeah, Andy um, recently had his uh, first shot and he's due his uh, second one on the 11th. Is that right, Andy? Is that what you said? Yes, the 11th, 11th. of February. Yeah. yeah. Which, okay. which, uh, which vaccine did you get, Mark? Which one? Well, I got the um, Oxford AstraZeneca one. Okay. Okay. Did you hear that, Andy? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, Andy ended up um, with the Moderna one, is that right? Yes. Yep. That's what you said yep. earlier. Yes, yeah. yeah that's good. So, you know, hopefully, once we've been, you know, clear, I think it takes about three weeks after the after the second case, and then, you know, we should, there's no reason why we shouldn't be allowed to travel. That would be amazing. I think so many people are desperately trying to get to various places for even if it's just a holiday break on even for business because a lot of people have been restricted for that as well yeah um, i mean it's uh, it's 
very frustrating. Yeah, it is. It Not really is. is. We, we like travelling. We, we probably travel at least, I know, 10 times a year, backwards and forwards to the States, all over Europe, and we, just can't, we haven't been able to do anything. Oh, I know, right? It feels like um, a caged animal, because when you've been so used to that freedom, yeah. Fortunately, I've been able to do that, so there's no restrictions on my working. Oh, that's otherwise, beautiful. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. So otherwise, I would have been going um, spare. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Andy, you sounded like you wanted to say something, sweetheart. Yeah, I was going to ask about how the how this has impacted your, your medical practice. Yeah, well, of course, it has impacted it because it's um, made a lot of people very frightened to actually go outside and so my numbers have reduced greatly but I'm still working it's ticking over um, the people who are allowed to come and visit me but um, it's, it's, it's very very slow at the moment and people are very cautious which is understandable yeah of course yeah um, I noticed I'm um, checking into your background that you took karate and got a black belt that is yep. awesome. And you said you gained interest in sports injuries and from their osteopathy. I think you pronounced yeah, that word. Yeah, I just, um, was there something specific that, that triggered that, that said, you know what, I'm going to look into this? Yeah, when I was doing karate, there was a lot of minor injuries, sort of broken toes and ribs. Yeah. And just things that no one really seemed to know what to do about and in some of the tournaments there was there's some john's ambulance people there but they just sort of take you to one side and give you a cup of tea yeah so i thought well it'd be quite a good idea to actually investigate um a profession which dealt with sports injury and that's what led me to become an osteopath wow that's pretty cool that's pretty cool because, you know, some people, they, they experience something, um, whether it's a profound shift in them, something they've seriously been injured from, or, you know, but I, I always find it fascinating um, to ask that type of question. I'm always intrigued to see what people's answers are as to what led them in a different direction and uh, followed that path. Yeah, sure. A lot of people, when I was doing my training, had actually been treated by an osteopath themselves. Yeah. And that's what made them choose that profession. But in fact, I've never had, <coughs> had treatment at all prior wow. to my um, choosing that path. Wow, okay. Actually, funny enough, I spoke to a friend about this um, show yesterday. Um, his name's Robin, and he came to see you, I think it was in 1997, and he said that you did an amazing job on him because he had a, a lower back injury, and that you also helped his hay fever issues, which to this day, he hasn't had a problem since. Oh, well, well that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Because, um, it's one of those, it's that would have been with the acupuncture, because I'm also an acupuncturist. Yes. And um, there's so many people that do suffer badly with hay fever. Yeah, oh my goodness. Which, um, you know, acupuncture is often overlooked as a, as a treatment modality, and it can be extremely effective. I have people that just come in once a year, they have one treatment, and then they go off and it keeps them okay for the rest of the year. Wow. That is absolutely uh, amazing. You're talking to yeah, a horrible... It's, it's, I have such... You know, it's sort of under the radar for some reason. It should be more mainstream. You know, I agree with you on that, and I don't think it, it's made... Um, it's, it's, it's not brought 
into the public eye enough. Like, um, you got the whole mental health issues now with mindfulness, and I think yeah. things like that should be included because well, of... acupuncture is extremely yeah. um, relaxing. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had it yourself. No, I haven't, but always wanted to try it. Yeah, I mean, there are, I mean, for stress and um, relaxation, it's extremely effective by certain points. Yeah. And it puts you into a really meditative type state. Yeah. Um, but it's, again, it's, it's just not used as much as it really should be. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, um, Mark. Andy, over to you. I have, uh, I've had uh, such incredibly horrible hay fever my whole life. I used to get, my father was a chief of medicine at a big hospital in Philadelphia. I used to give me two shots every five days, which really did nothing. But I had such hay fever that during hay fever season, if I, if I was, you know, as a kid or as a teenager, if I was out on a date and the, and the woman was wearing perfume, I couldn't go near her. I'd start sneezing because I'd be so sensitive all the time. And uh, my eyes would look like golf balls all the time in schools. They send me to the nurse's office. It's been horrible. And, and wow. it appears that, that uh, what you provide in the services of acupuncture can actually alleviate some of that is music to my ears. Yeah, well, you should really look into that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Andy, get on it. You've got to do it, Mark. Yeah. You've got to do it. <laughs> uh, Mark, where, where is your, where is your uh, medical practice? Uh, where, where, where are you located there so our listeners can... Uh... Oh, in, in California. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think down San Diego way, there's... Uh... It's an international um, school, but there are a lot of acupuncturists in Los Angeles. Wonderful. Did you hear that, Andy? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where's your Where's your clinic located, Mark? Where's your office? Okay, my office is based in Cheltenham. I'm quite central in a place called the park, which is um, near where the university campus is, but um, there's a, a row of Georgian houses, and I have uh, an apartment there, uh, and I have a, uh, a garden office, if you like, which I've converted into a clinic. It's very beautiful, Mark. Um, I've gone past it so many times, and I love that area completely. It's just stunning, absolutely stunning energy. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. I'm very thankful that I've managed to find this uh, property here. Oh. I used to live on the other side of Cheltenham, which was which was lovely, but this is so quiet, so yeah. peaceful. It I is have a gorgeous. garden, which is great, and yeah. I've built a Swedish-style log cabin in the garden, which enables me to practice. Mark, you made me so jealous. <laughs> I do, my darling, I do. Um, and I'm the other side of town. Um, I try not to give my location away on, on the show. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love Cheltenham. Yeah. It, it's such a beautiful so Cheltenham, place. Cheltenham yeah. is, is a jewel. It really is. It's, uh, we're very lucky. And we got surrounded by the Cotswolds, of course, where yes. everyone wants to come. Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm not sure if you know about the Cotswolds, Andy. It's, no, um, I, I, done in just rows and rows of countryside and beautiful cottages and you know listed buildings and it's just there's so much history it's stunning prince charles and princess anne both live in the cotswolds yes they do yes they do. and a lot of celebrities tend to want to come and live here and um 
absolutely incredible. Um, we're very blessed to have people want to come and be in this, this beautiful part of the world. We have the lovely David Beckham up the road as well. Oh, David Beckham! I forgot about that. Yeah, I saw it. I bumped into him, actually, in Galesford uh, Farm Shop. Uh, wow. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, actually. Yeah? Yeah, because yeah. he, he sees it on, on, on TV when you see him on uh, various shows. Lo lovely. We had yeah. a chat. Aww. He didn't know me from Adam, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he's very recognisable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you can't miss David Beckham. Oh, my goodness. He's such a legend. Wow. But, um, yeah, is there anything you anything else you'd like to ask, Andy? Yeah, so, so uh, Mark, you, you, you have kids. Coast or you in land or whereabouts? In LA, I am uh, in in Pasadena, right near Pasadena. I'm I'm about uh, six miles from center from downtown LA. So, I have so the, a friend mm -hmm. who is a. I know Pasadena. There's a bridge, and then there's a there's a there is some sort of flower festival that goes on every year. And I've got a, a friend who's a doctor actually who lives in Pasadena, and I've been to the house there. It's a lovely, lovely area. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful here. I am five miles from the mountains from incredible hiking, from just great hiking, uh, and 17 miles from the beach. So we've got the best of both, and, and it's just far enough out of L.A., just that we're kind of away from a lot of the, you know, the crowds and people. We have our own little community here, but I can jump on any freeway to get anywhere, to Malibu or to the beaches or up to the mountains, wherever. Um, it's just been wonderful. I'm from Philadelphia originally um, and came out here about six years ago. Actually, I came out for two years and then moved back. Um, and then came out again and then decided that we had a big snowstorm and I was shoveling the driveway and I said, uh, I yelled to my wife, sell the house, we're going back to California and we came back out. Um, wow, that's but she, my, my wife is a uh, is both a physical therapist and an occupational therapist and teaches physical therapy at a university here. Wow, that's incredible. Well, that's fantastic. Um, my, as I say, my, my girlfriend's uh, American, and we're a good friend of mine. He's got a, he just put an offer in on a house in Carmel. So we we might look in the future to. I like Monterey and, and that, uh, around that area, so we might look for a little summer house there. Oh wow, that'd be beautiful if you do. Um, of course, the UK will miss you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to cry. I'll try not to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can see why. Yes, Mark, if you if you get to come out to California, I'm I'm hoping you uh, won't be a stranger. And as they as they said in the movie, the drinks are on the house. <laughs> I love it, Andy. You know what? I will take you up on that as soon as I can get on that plane and. Um, you know, COVID-free, hopefully. Wow. Uh, you'll be going, the first <laughs> stop will be, will be Fort Worth, Dallas-Fort Worth, and then wow. see my, uh, my other half's uh, family, and then yeah. uh, I'll probably flick across down to uh, Vegas, which we love, and then oh, wonderful. hopefully over to, to L.A. 
Wow. Yeah, we, we, will, we will pick you up at LAX. Um, yeah, Vegas is about a four-hour drive from us. It's, uh, it's just great being here. You know, everything's close by. I go down to San Diego or, you, can, you know, five hours up to San Francisco by driving. And uh, it's just a uh, beautiful existence here. And, uh, and great. you know, we'd love to get you, because uh, the connection's been kind of crazy. We realize that. But uh, we'd love to invite you back on. Maybe we'll do. We'll figure out what the technical issues are, and we'll work on that. You know, behind the scenes, and then uh, bring you back on here in the future sometime, and where we can have a more, what we say, time-sensitive conversation. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. It would be great to do. Do you ever, hey, uh, Mark, you're, you being a dad, have you? Have you to make it work properly. Oh, bless you, darling. It's okay, I had issues when I first started uh, this gig. I think it's the iMac, because I, it, it asked me to download Chrome, which I did, but yeah. still, for some reason, didn't want to connect through Chrome. I don't know, because I was on Safari, but... Uh, okay, okay. Which is the default operating system of the Mac, but yeah. uh, I did download Google. Uh, sorry, um, Chrome. Yeah. But... Um, it didn't seem to want to do anything with it. I tend to have issues with Chrome sometimes when I'm trying to connect to the show, and the boys, bless them, they bear with me as much as possible. They're so good. They're so good to me. <laughs> I get these, these uh, timeout um, issues on the, on the show, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> well, that's the trouble when you're relying on the internet. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. But we so, try and make it work, don't we, Anne? Yeah, we do. I want to try something. Maybe we'll do it. You know, we have a way of doing a show where it's not, uh, excuse me, our listeners, but we have a way of doing a show where we can pre-record it. It's a live show, but the public can't hear it, so we, we can load it later as a pre-recorded show. Um, and I have the ability here to phone you, and I think it uses Skype. What I might want to do, like down the road, work it out with Amanda, and just just try a little like five or ten minute trial and see if it, if I can call you from from my board here, because I think it uses Skype, in which case I can actually connect with you directly and bring you into the show that way. But we'll work on that. Down down, we'll get you back on, and we'll, we'll try something. We'll try it down the road again. That's awesome. And is there anything else that you would love to share with us about? Uh, what, what, whatever you like, my darling. It's a well, perfect I'd opportunity. Like um, it's been really nice to be on your show, and a, a big hello to all the listeners, um, both here in the UK and, and, and there in, in the States. Oh, thank I'm you. Half, half English, half American, so... Wow. Um, <laughs> That's where it's like, great. <laughs> yeah, I love both countries. Wow. And, uh, yeah, just to, just to be kind to everybody, and uh, just uh, keep well, and hopefully we'll all get through this strange times that we're living in. Absolutely. And guys, anybody listening, yeah, one, one more question here. Just, just going down my, my questions here that, I, that I've been handed, and uh, that is um, when you, you're a dad, you've got kids yourself, what were your own kids' reaction when they saw you in the movie Oliver? Good question, Andy. Well, it's funny you should say that. My youngest daughter, uh, Olivia, um, she turned to me and she said, Dad, I didn't realise you had such a hard life. You were born in Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Kids are like that, though, aren't they? They, they, they see things, they and take them for what they are. I believe that was my, my early life. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Did you tell many people that story? Does it embarrass her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, she's a sweetie. She's 25 now. Wow, bless her. Oh, mm. they're adorable. When they start yes. to get older and, the, you know, the hormones start changing in girls. Oh, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys can be a bit more of a rascal, I believe, but I don't know. I can only, you know. I think my, my, I've got a son. I've got three girls and a boy. And, and my son was definitely the easiest one. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's like a male-to-male -male connection thing or whether it's just that you're surrounded by three hormonal <laughs> girls. <laughs> Maybe that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, my darling, um, is that all for you, Andy? Yes, yeah, uh, Mark, yeah. we'll, we'll try this again, and, and I also would like to, looking ahead here, because um, we have different different uh, areas of, you know, and fields that we talk about uh, that are affecting many Americans, both from a political sense, an environmental sense, a medical sense, and one of those uh, areas is is what it, something that affects medically so, so many people in the population, and that is low back pain, and I want to talk to you about that um, in, in detail and, and what you guys have been doing and, and what treatments or what ideas and suggestions you might have for people who, who have that, especially as you get, you, you and I are close in age, and I know sometimes when I when I stoop down, I'm reluctant to do so. I'm like, oh boy, uh-oh. Um, and um, we'll talk about that, and and be you know look forward to having you back as a as a guest on our show again, and wish you all the very best. Very nice to meet you, Mark. I can't tell you how how absolutely you know the impact that that film that you were in as a as a as a young boy has had on me in my life and my kids' life, and just uh, what a wonderful wonderful thing you you've done and contributed to the world by your presence in that film. I, I got to tell you, it's just been amazing, and to have you here and to talk to you in person is like. Uh, I don't know. It's like a dream come true, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, there's no words. Through. There are no words, Mark. No words. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you to say that. I'm, You're welcome. I'm very proud to have been involved in, 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 in a production that was uh, so popular and still is. And, uh, yeah, I'd be very delighted to talk to you about a subject which is closer to my heart, which is obviously musculoskeletal pain, including okay. most specifically back pain. That's obviously my speciality. Yeah, so that of would, course. Uh, that would be... Um, yeah, a very good uh, subject to break. Okay, let's, no problem. Let's plan on that. Let's definitely plan on that. Uh, we'll do it. We'll, we'll hook up to Amanda, and we'll we'll schedule, and we might do a, a trial of some sort before that, just to make sure we the connection works uh, better on the internet. We'll, we'll try that, and then we'll bring it back on. Sound like a plan? Yeah, that sounds absolutely um, perfect. A great plan. Okay, wonderful. Um, I know we've got many excited listeners listening today, um, so I'm sure they'll be eager to hear that, and uh, we'll put the promotion out there at the right time for you. Um, but, yeah, thank you so, so much for connecting with us, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you, darling. Um, we're you we're truly much. grateful, and I wish you all the best um, with the, the clinic and um, seeing your, your partner and uh, getting to travel again, right? <laughs> yes. Bless you, darling. Okay, well, thank you, and you take care, and we look forward to being in touch with you again. Okay, thanks so much. No problem. Bye, darling. Bye, bye. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Lester. Mark Lester, the Carlton Clinic, uh, a, a osteopathic acupuncture practice um, in the UK, and in Amanda's neck of the of the world, actually very close by Amanda, and also of course um, the star in the movie uh, Oliver, and and many many other. You know, he's also in. Well, maybe next time he's back on the show, we'll talk about uh, other movies like. Uh, 
Fahrenheit 451, which is another classic film that he had an appearance in as well, and 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 oh, many really? others we'll touch upon. But as as he was saying, and what he does now, and I, and I didn't ask him, maybe we'll touch this a little bit next time around too. Is is he ever, you know, interested in doing any, you know, any acting parts at all these days, or, or in the past years, or would like to get do something even as a side thing? Um, but anyway, the, what what uh, he what I'd love to get him uh, back on, and we will, is to talk about um, ailments and physical pain and and remedies provided by acupuncture and other services that he provides there to Carbon Clinic, and what uh, suggestions and remedies he might have. Just because remember, we're we're in 15 countries around the world, we're and growing, and the population of followers, yeah, and the population of followers that we have in those countries is elevating you know we're starting to to gain more more listeners in those countries you know yeah. before because uh, we, we what happens i've got a map of the world here and uh on the computer and i'm tied into what our show is doing and where we're at and when a new country comes on board even it's a couple of listeners it lights up but I don't know if that means. Oh, you listen. We have a. We have. We could have one person in in, in some little island, uh, you know, outside of Japan, and boom, all of Japan lights up. Uh, whoa, <laughs> whoa! And meantime, well, it's one person know, right? sitting in their in their hut in the in the you know whatever, <laughs> looking for something to do on the internet, and they come across our show and they say, "Oh, this is interesting." Oh, oh, you know. Lots of fish on the radio, yeah. But yeah, but those numbers are those numbers are starting to uh, to to creep up, or in all the countries around the world, or most of them, not all of them, but most of them, they're starting to, to creep up, and uh, which is great. Of course, you know, the bulk of our audience being here in the United States and being in the UK, and we want to, uh, um, and we hope everybody's had a wonderful lunchtime hour there, um, uh, listening to, uh, to Amanda and myself and our special guest, Mark Lester, and uh, I was very sincere when I talked to, you know, told him what, what an honor and uh, just amazing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, we were so excited, though, weren't we? Let's face it. When you know, when we, oh, we yeah. were talking about the whole situation, we were like, "Wow, yeah, it'd be amazing to get him on and, you know, just chat with him about the the movie and um, his work." And oh, wow, truly a blessing, truly a blessing. So thank you again, Mark. And um, yeah. you're you're an angel. You're awesome. And I do recommend people check out his clinic. Anyone locally or anyone in the surrounding areas that are willing to travel. Um, he does some great work, and my a friend of mine can vouch for that. So yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I look forward to that. I mean, it's 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 great, and of course, because you know, so many people around the world, and that, that movie was was read later. You know, uh, they. Um, put it out in, in various languages for at least several of them anyway and um, you know so people around the world know the movie you know a large part of the population know who, who Mark Lester is and there might be some of them yeah. Oliver and he might not be able to say oh, who played that part but they, they certainly know the movie and, and many know who he is but uh, yeah I'd, I'd be inclined also to, to um, as, as we spoke to uh, get more in touch with what he's doing now and and you know talk about um, you know various remedies his practice acupuncture um i've heard of acupuncture of course and and um i i don't know much you know how, does it hurt you know i don't know <laughs> i'd like to learn and i'm sure listeners would too so we'll bring him we're gonna we're gonna do that again as we discussed on the uh you know previously we're gonna bring mark back on the show and talk about more about uh, you know what he's doing now and and what he's providing and and talk about some of his successes and um I've often wondered if it hurts, you know, because you've seen, like, 
clips on um, on, on on a movie or a documentary mm-hmm. or whatever it may be on the internet, and it, you can look at it and you think, "Huh, could I do that?" <laughs> but I've you, heard you, so many great things. You know, it would be cool, and I don't know if we can do this. We have to talk to, to Mark about it as, as well. Is to have you because you're close by, right? You you can you can drive to his office. Right, you're you're nearby where he is. Yeah, yeah. It would be kind of cool if we were able to, post COVID, to bring in um, our Andy Demander Show camera crew, <laughs> and and have you and have you do a a uh, on camera, you know, for the show, uh, do a you know some what he might call a, a basic whatever acupuncture procedure with and have you you know as Amanda from the Andy and Amanda show actually talk about that and what it is and and what you felt and and so forth and and we could put that up on our YouTube if you'd be so inclined that that would be interesting (laughs) I'll come over and hold your hand I'll come over and again what many people because we always have first time listeners um, Amanda and I have never met this is the Andy and Amanda show, by the way. And uh, if you didn't catch listening, who are these people? This is the Andy Amanda show. Amanda is in the UK. I am in uh, in the Los Angeles area of California. And uh, we have never met. We were put together by actually the coordinator of the show, Cornell Butler, who was not unable to join us on this show, uh, this episode. Um, and and actually, uh, we've never met Cornell. Have you ever met Cornell? You've never met Cornell, right? No, we, we've been friends for, I think, about 17 years. And wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's such an amazing guy, and um, we kept in touch for, for so long and, you know, uh, helped him out with uh, a few things to do with the business he was in at the time, and um, we just became really good friends, and then, yeah, boom, here we are all together. Absolutely stunning. It really is. It's been such a fun ride. We've we've had such a fun time, and uh, we've appreciated the fan mail and the comments. And and uh, you know, we're we're out to try to make a difference. That's why we're doing the show to make a difference, to make some sort of impact. Um, you know, we we could, we can volunteer for organizations and stuff envelopes and make phone calls, but we we wanted to to go ahead and try to you know get the word out and voice opinions and feelings and thoughts and ideas and commentary on what's going on in our world and our environment, and and yeah. open up to discussion with uh, with with you all, with our listeners, and, and have you call in and have you email us at uh, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com or call us at 515-605-9888 here in the United States. You dial one first. Um, we have got to try, Amanda. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll excuse us, folks, for talking some of the technicalities here on the show, but you know, I'm sure you don't mind uh, to, to hear us talk about what goes on behind the scenes. But we, what I want to try to do, Amanda, is, yes. is call you. I'll call you. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we can do it now. You're gonna call me now. I'm gonna to try to call you now. Can I call you on okay. the? Can I call? Can I call you? If you put, give us a second, folks. You can you can go get a, another vodka or something right now while we do this. And come back. <laughs> can I call you on your? On the you're in the four four. You're four four. I'm not gonna give your number out. Can I call you on the four four country code number? Yes, you can. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it. Give me a second, folks. Okay. Let me plug this in there. Four four. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Thank you. Thank you. 
I've got the same thing I've, I, on, on girls that I wanted to, to have more closer relationships, should I say, mm-hmm. with, you know, we're talking and stuff. They say, you, you're more like my sister. <laughs> you're like my sister and I always got that you know like my sister I'm like man I've heard, heard girls say that to guys you know because I'm, uh, I'm just like this sensitive new age guy bum, 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 sensitive new age guy there's this Christine <laughs> Lavin song by that title sensitive new age you should look it up Amanda Christine Lavin sensitive new age guy oh it's so funny you gotta check it out the YouTube or whatever and you know sensitive new age guy by Christine Lavin you gotta hear it I would play on the show but maybe I will but just remember that look it up and, and let me know what you think of the tune um, I want uh, we had a, a loss um, here well every everybody who passes away and dies is obviously a loss but we've had a uh, a guy by the name of Andy or Andrew Brooks who had led the development of the very first FDA-approved COVID-19 saliva test uh, uh, died recently at the age of young age of 51 years old. He was a research professor at Rutgers University, and this guy led the development of the first FDA-approved COVID-19 saliva test, and he died um, suddenly on January 23rd. Um, wow. It was uh, uh, they thought it was a, a heart attack. And there was an amazing scientist, a dad, a family man, 51 years old. Um, he was yeah. the chief operating officer and director of technology development at the uh, Rutgers RUCDR uh, Infinite Biogenics, which is a lab that developed the first saliva test for COVID-19. The test was okay. approved in April, uh, you know, just shortly after we COVID started spreading around the world, and authorized for uh, for uh, use at uh, home. A month later, I don't know if many yeah. people know that you can get a home test now for COVID. Uh, you can. You can get a home test of COVID. You can you get tested in your own house. Yeah, um, yes. the YouTuber I saw do that very thing, and uh, he had to do two tests because he, he tested positive on the one, and then after so many days, he tested again, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, he he still had it. But yeah, he's he's recovered nicely, bless him. But sorry, as you as as you were, darling, as you were. What what sitting or standing? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like sitting. It's been a while for standing. You know what I mean? You get to be older, and you're like, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong. Here I get my mind going. Uh, no, I'm, uh, <laughs> 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 you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, my yeah, Goodness! Oh my goodness! Um, but um, I forget what I was going to say. Do you remember what I was going to say? This happens to me all the time. No, I got sidetracked by the sitting or standing thing. I let's let's go over the uh, the COVID numbers uh, as we do every show. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I don't have maybe because the hour today's numbers are not well. Of course, the data started um, you know five hours ago here, and I don't have any new numbers. But let, yesterday, I can talk about yesterday. Um, yeah. Yesterday, uh, I'll go USA, and, and we're number one in the world, and uh, UK is number five. They moved up from number seven. Um, but total cases is 26,767,229 at how many coronavirus cases there have been confirmed in the United States. In the UK, it's uh, 3,817,176. Um, the total deaths in our country here in the United States 
We've lost 452,279 people that were living one year ago that are dead now because of the coronavirus mm -hmm. in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And the UK, 106,158. Uh, in the last uh, uh, two days ago, you know, since since uh, Saturday to Sunday, that 24-hour period, we lost 1,886 people, um, which is showing that I hate to say positive trend when you're talking about almost 2,000 people dying. You know, lost their lives, moms, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, sons, daughters, um, and say that's positive trend. But compared to the numbers that we've been seeing, uh, it's, it's reduced significantly, um, 1,800. Yeah. And in the U.K., um, the 24-hour period from Saturday to Sunday, 587 people died. Um, now, now it's Friday to Saturday. Listen to this in the U.K. The 24-hour period from Friday to Saturday in the U.K., 1,200 died. So Yesterday, 587 people. So almost it's in half. It's half. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wonder, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make any kind of crazy, ludicrous saying or expression that, oh, well, Joe Biden's in there. He's getting better. That, that obviously would not be appropriate or correct. It's, it'll be interesting to see what the trends are with his 100-day um, wearing a mask of the vaccine, of the, you know, two doses. Now people are getting their, their second dose now. You know, I'm getting my second. Man, did you get your first, first dose yet? I have not, my darling. I had a text message through from my doctor's surgery to say that they would notify me when one would be available. Let us, uh, let us know. And also, uh, if you can, I was going to do this when I got, uh, even with a cell phone, maybe I'll do it for my second one, but uh, see if you can get somebody when you get your first uh, shot to, to get a video of you getting it, if they'd be kind enough to do that. We'll put it on our YouTube and show everybody how benign and, you know, you, you don't even know you're getting an injection. If you have a fear of, uh, a fear of uh, vaccines, you don't even feel it. Believe me, believe me. You know, I'll try to avoid a tetanus shot if I can. Um, <laughs> but I, I hate injections, and, and uh, I was talking to the woman and uh, who gave me mine and uh, you know we're talking away and next thing I know she's got a band-aid out I'm saying you know I'm thinking why, why are you going to inject me first she said I already did really wow. yeah I mean you know, you like, know what? yeah yeah and and a little bit of a, of a sore arm and and uh, you know Mark Lester was saying the same thing if Mark if you're still listening and and um you know, he had, he had you know, maybe a little, you know, really, it's benign, uh, maybe a little sore, sore arm for a little bit. And, and um, you know, I played guitar, flexing that muscle, I, I feel a little bit, uh, oh, I mean, minor, almost nothing. You, you can definitely live with it. Yeah. And some people have uh, somewhat of allergic reactions where they, they get a red mark around the um, injection site and their arm becomes a little more sore and feels like a, a, a dead weight. Become, my, my daughter, my, my oldest daughter had that uh, the next day. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. She couldn't lift her arm up all the way, you know, but it lasted a little while, went away, and she's totally okay with it. No, nothing. Even if you get that, believe me, folks, it's no, no big deal. Uh, you hang around for 15 minutes to make sure you don't start growing a third arm and that kind of thing. But aside from that, folks, <laughs> look up where you get that vaccine. Do it. Let's let's conquer this thing together. Amanda, we are about to wrap. This has been one exciting, yeah. wonderful show. We want to thank Mark Lester. Mark, wonderful to, to have met, at least on the show, and we hope to do so in L.A. I'll probably meet Mark Lester before I'll, I'll, I meet you, Amanda, if you can. Isn't that something? He comes over it here. Really and, but anyway. Oh, uh, 
Yes. There's a, a lot more we'll, as the uh, week progresses that we'll, we'll touch on the news and what's going on in the world and our environments and what's affecting us. And again, uh, for future shows, we do welcome your calls here in the United States at 515-605-9888 or just go ahead and email us at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. We look forward to taking your calls and uh, having you join this conversation of ours. Um, so, Amanda, um, I guess you want to um, – you've been doing such a great job. Um, signing us out, and um, you know, it's um, I, I don't really know why. Maybe that's that a is. question you should ask China. Maybe, maybe, but why don't you sign us out? And uh, I think we may have lost Amanda. Okay, I'll sign us out on behalf of Amanda Love, folks, and myself, Andy Kimball. This is the Andy Amanda Show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mark Lester. We'll see you next time, folks. Stay tuned. The Andy